Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. KSL's top stories on the coronavirus. I'm Maria Shalayas with your daily coronavirus update. Utah Department of Health is reporting 1,531 new cases since yesterday. School-age children account for 330 of today's newly announced cases, and the rolling seven-day average for positive tests is 1,608 per day. There are 571 people currently hospitalized with COVID-19, and 12 people died of COVID since yesterday. Federal health officials estimate around 900,000 children ages 5 to 11 will have gotten their first COVID dose by the end of the day. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky is grateful to the independent advisory panel who sifted through the data to get the shot approved. The committee members are also parents and grandparents who, after their vote, powerfully shared their personal excitement to vaccinate their own children and grandchildren, offering protection to those they love most. This is the first full week that appointments for children have been widely available. Utah is among five states in the West where COVID rates are the highest in the country. KSL News Radio's Dan Bomas reports. The Mayo Clinic study says Utah, Montana, New Mexico, Colorado, and Wyoming have new infection rates over 50 per 100,000 population right now. The Deseret News says only five other states around the country have infection rates that high. Here in Utah, the Department of Health reports the average number of new cases has been over 1,600 the past seven days, and experts say they don't know exactly why, but the state's low vaccination rate could be among the reasons. Dan Bombas, KSL News Radio. And it's not just Utah. It's almost two dozen states now seeing COVID cases rise by more than 10%. ABC's Alex Stone reports this is alarming doctors as we head into winter. California, like several Western states, is seeing cases and hospitalizations rising. The most severe cases are primarily in the unvaccinated. Governor Gavin Newsom with a warning straight out of Game of Thrones. And, and winter is coming, you know. Winter is coming. The uptick is similar to what was seen last year at this time before a major surge in Colorado. The state is reactivating crisis standards of medical care, and the state is telling all adults they are now eligible to get a booster shot and to do it immediately. Alex Stone, ABC News. Your health insurance cost you more money this year. A new study from the Kaiser Family Foundation found there was a 4% increase in health insurance premiums. The increases also outpaced inflation. All that to say any gains in your paycheck were completely offset by higher insurance costs. Your budget for the holidays might not stretch as far as previous years. Inflation is up and the supply chain problems aren't going away soon. Beginning our team coverage, here's KSL News Radio's Nick Wyatt reporting from Trolley Square. The October Consumer Price Index from the U.S. Labor Department shows inflation rose 6.2% across the nation. Zions Bank senior economist Robert Spenlove says it's even higher regionally. In our region where Utah is, we saw inflation go up 7%. Global supply chain problems and a labor shortage are driving up prices on gas, used cars and trucks, and meat. But Spinlove says it's something of a good problem to have because it means Utah's economy is booming. Utah has the strongest economy in the country. Idaho is right with Utah. And he says that's what's keeping our consumer confidence higher than the national average. Nick Wyatt, KSL News Radio. 
Economists say getting the supply chain back to normal could take another two or three years. KSL News Radio's Heather Kelly continues our team coverage. The Kimsey Gardner Institute held a meeting with some top Utah economists this morning. They say the way toward lowering inflation is to get products moving, which will take increasing warehouse worker wages to get more employees hired and change where companies get their supplies. World Trade Center Utah board member Jason Fowler says 99% of our supplies come from China. It's been 30 years since the country has seen such a dramatic year-over-year increase in inflation. Our team coverage continues with ABC's Karen Travers at the White House with reaction from President Biden. In response to today's inflation figures, President Biden said in a statement, quote, inflation hurts Americans' pocketbooks and reversing this trend is a top priority for me. The president says the largest share of the increase in prices in this report is due to rising energy costs. But he adds that in the days since the data for this report were collected, the price of natural gas has fallen. Mr. Biden says he's directed his National Economic Council to pursue means to try to further reduce these costs. And he's asked the Federal Trade Commission to strike back at market manipulation or price gouging in the energy sector. Karen Travers, ABC News. If you're looking to make some extra cash, you might start looking in your garage. Used car prices have soared nearly 25 percent in the past year. Part of the reason? The pandemic has caused a shortage of semiconductors. Mark Acuti is a car dealer in New Jersey. He says you can make a good profit on a used car. Unprecedented. I've been in the car business almost 30 years. I've never seen anything like this before. Before the pandemic, dealers had three and a half million cars on their lots. But by July of this year, that number had shrunk to 1.2. Two million. The FAA is out with a new round of fines against unruly passengers on board commercial planes. Over $200,000 in new proposed fines are being levied by the FAA against 10 unruly passengers. One passenger being fined $32,000 for refusing to fasten her seatbelt and then allegedly punching family members and screaming on a Horizon Air flight. Twenty grand against a passenger on a Delta flight for threatening a flight attendant. 24000 for an American Airlines passenger who allegedly refused to wear a face mask and then shoved a flight attendant. And 24000 more against another passenger who allegedly refused to wear a mask and then kicked a flight attendant. Alex Stone, EBC News. With your daily coronavirus update, I'm Maria Chaleos, KSL News Radio.